power of visitation. Hear the Spirit call. Welcome to another podcast of Dr. Leslie Bakupon. Be blessed as you listen. for me you want to do a better one unto the lord in the name of jesus i see that the christians are rising on their feet you want to celebrate our god in this place tonight in the name of jesus cardo said the bear is someone excited about tonight oh is someone excited about tonight projector man please shoot for me hebrews 11 verse 4 hallelujah Tonight is time for a divine shift in your life. Hallelujah. Wherever you are, whether you are seated, standing, crawling, whichever position you are in life, tonight there must be a shift wherever you are in the name of Jesus. Please go to 5 for me. I want to just read the scripture quickly. It said, by faith Enoch was translated that he should not see death. Hallelujah. Say by faith. Say by faith. By faith. faith. Or you want to say it well. Maybe you don't have the faith. So as you say it, the faith will come. Say by faith. Say by faith. faith. Enoch was translated that he should not see death. Hallelujah. Enoch was meant to see death. As a human being on this earth, he was meant to live and to die. But by faith, he was translated that that which he deserved to receive he received no more he received something better of god hallelujah he said and was not found because god had translated him amen tonight god is going to cause a divine shift a divine translation from wherever we are in the name of maybe your academics you are at the bottom of the class you only look for the red line and when you are above the red line you are happy Maybe in terms of relationships, you see that you are approaching 30, but you don't have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Maybe in terms of finances, your ATM card is dusty. As for you, it's Momo. You never go to the ATM. But tonight, a divine translation is about to occur. If you believe you are the one I'm talking to, just lift up your right hand. Say, oh God, oh God, by faith, let there be a divine shift in my life as for you people pray one hour two hours people go for seven hour prayer marathon but all you know how to pray is how to pray over your food even that one crowd by the time you are saying amen you are eating the food you read your bible you don't even have one review all your review somebody said somebody said but tonight say tonight there shall be a divine shift you have prayed for many sick people but you don't even have one testimony headache mosquito bite cry you can't make the swelling go away but tonight say tonight there shall be a divine shift now it is important because bible said by faith say by faith again now you have to believe amen you have to attach your faith to whatever the man of god will lead us to do in the word in prayer by faith hallelujah you shall be shifted from where you are even to a better position hallelujah you want to put your hands together once again hallelujah tonight i believe we are ready to receive the word of god our man of god is ready shall we put our hands together give a shout of praise 
as we receive the ministry of Dr. Leslie Kwakupum. Let's celebrate God even as a man of God comes up sick. Let's put our hands together. Let's give the Lord Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody lift up your right hand. Lift up your right hand. Close your eyes. Tonight, you're going to command the heavens over your head to be open. Amen. The heavens over my head is different from the heaven over your head. The Bible said Jesus, when he was about to be baptized and praying, everybody say, and praying. And praying. The heavens were opened and the spirit of God descended upon him in bodily form. The opening of the heavens for Jesus wasn't because he was the son of God. It was because he prayed. Somebody say he prayed. He prayed. Tonight, in the next few minutes, I want you to forget about who is on your left or who is on your right. How you pray this prayer will determine how the next four days are going to go for you. How you pray this prayer, the aggression with which you are going to pray this prayer will determine how the heavens break open for you. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. Say tonight, I command the heavens over my life. Say open. Say open. Say open. Open. Lift up your voice. Begin to pray. Don't look at who is on my life. The Bible says, as soon as Zion Jaffe, she brought forth, somebody must be moved, somebody must be shifted, something must change in somebody's life tonight. Lord of heavens, over your head.
of the spirit for each of the nights you can't afford to be in the realm of the flesh you can't afford to be in the realm of the soul 
you need to catapult yourself and shift yourself into the realm of the spirit right now the bible said walk in the spirit it didn't say walk in the flesh it didn't say walk in the soul i don't really care what you have been doing the whole week but there will be a shift in your life in the next four days there will be a change of position in your life in the next four days power will change hands in the next four days lift up your hand say in the name of jesus say in the name of jesus say in the name of jesus say tonight i escape from the realm of the flesh i escape from the realm of the soul say i escape from the realm of the flesh i escape from the realm of the soul say I enter I enter I enter the realm of the spirit in the name of Jesus say I enter I enter the realm of the spirit in the name of Jesus lift up your voice begin to forcefully enter enter Enter. <laughs> wherever you are you are here and you said you never leave we need you Lord we need you Lord you are here you are here and
Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you all the praise, we give you all the glory. Indeed, you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father and the Prince of Peace. Father, tonight we are gathered in no other name but in the name of Jesus. For your word says, wherever two or three are gathered in your name, you are there in their midst. Holy Spirit, we ask that you shall take absolute control. As I'm about to speak your word, may I not speak of my own accord, but may I speak as you grant me utterance. By virtue of the fact that I'm a blood-born citizen of the kingdom of God, I take authority in the realm of the spirit, and I declare a supernatural injunction on any activity of the enemy in this place. We declare this place and the hearts and the minds of the people of God sanctified and made ready for them to have an encounter with their father this evening. Take glory, Father. Take glory, Son. Take glory, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' most excellent name, have we prayed with thanksgiving. Amen. Oh, if your two hands are yours and they are not borrowed and you are a young man or a young woman and you are not 70 years old and you are not 80 years old you want to jump onto your feet you want to put your hands together for the Lord and you want to add a shout of praise oh I can see the church in the middle are the only ones that are excited but I believe everybody is excited tonight I believe everybody knows that we serve a living God I believe everybody knows that our God reigns supreme and if you believe that like I do, put your hands together, lift up your voice, and give the Lord a shout of praise in this place. Hallelujah. I always know how to get you to clap. Now imagine that the head of the devil is in between your two palms. And as you smash them together, you are smashing the head of the devil. You are smashing the head of principalities of powers come and put your hands together for the Lord hallelujah tell somebody you are looking anointed tonight say I see a divine shift in your life say something is about to shift say something is about to change levels are about to change tell the person watch me now because by tomorrow by tomorrow's tomorrow by tomorrow's tomorrow's tomorrow my level will be different and if you do not move up with me you will not be able to recognize me somebody put your hands together for the Lord and give the Lord a shout of praise and take your seats hallelujah oh hallelujah oh I want to hear you hallelujah I don't think the average age in the crowd is 70 years or 75 years and ladies and gentlemen that is not a fire conference where you sit gently and behave like you are civilized have you ever been to a political rally or watched a political rally on tv there is no decorum people misbehave say misbehave we are going to misbehave in the holy ghost tonight hallelujah there is no formula there is no decorum tell the person seated next to you that you don't intimidate me tell the person you don't intimidate me say you don't intimidate me hallelujah and put your hands together for the lord once again you are all welcome to 
the first night of fire rally 2019 and it's going to be awesome tell somebody it's going to be awesome tell another person it's going to be awesome hallelujah you see this particular fire rally gentility will not help you trying to look too respectable will not help you because we are talking about a divine shift somebody say shift Gentility will not help you at all. In this fire rally, shouting is allowed. Screaming is allowed. Standing on your feet is allowed. Dancing in the Holy Ghost is allowed. Praying in tongues is allowed. Hey! Hallelujah. We thank God for tonight and we thank him in advance for the three nights that are also ahead of us. Because something is going to change in somebody's life. Something is going to shift in somebody's life. Somebody's level is going to change during this fire rally in the name of Jesus. Things you have struggled with before, you are, you are going to be empowered to overcome those things in the name of Jesus. The spirit of the warrior and the spirit of the conqueror in you are going to be brought alive once again. Those of you who are giving up on life, giving up on dreams, giving up on visions, giving up on your ministry, this is a time for you to receive a divine shifting and for your level to change. Hallelujah. But it's all about your attitude. Say attitude. Yeah. You can come for a program like this and you just come as a spectator you just come with the mind of oh let me just go and see what will happen they've been saying fire rally fire rally i've seen posters around i've heard jingles i've watched the video jingle and so let me just go and see what is happening but i believe if you come with the right attitude to meet god if you come with the right attitude to encounter god your life is never going to be the same hallelujah and i can tell you prophetically that a lot of things are going to change in your life by the time we are done on Sunday night. Mantles are going to be released upon people's lives. Giftings are going to be stirred up. Deliverances will take place. Jokes will be broken. God is going to empower his people and shift their levels. Healings are going to take place in people's bodies. Hallelujah. And tonight, I want to spend some time preaching to you and then go we'll zoom into prayer. Hallelujah. You see, when we are praying, eh, don't, don't be intimidated by anybody. Oh. Don't look at who is on your left or who is on your right. Whatever position you want to take, take that position and pray. Hallelujah. In the Garden of Gethsemane, the prayer Jesus prayed or the prayer he was praying that caused him to sweat blood. It was a prayer he was praying to try and change his destiny. He was trying to change his destiny. And he needed to be aggressive about it to the point where the sweat on his face became like drops of blood. So divine shifting is not about being gentle. Hallelujah. You need to get aggressive in your spirit. And tonight, the message I'm going to share with you 
You see, there are certain messages, the key is in writing points. Tonight, you may not even have a lot to write. I always tell them at church that in preaching or ministering the word, you can make sense or make spirit or make both. Tonight, I'll make a bit of sense, but I'm going to make a lot of spirit. Hallelujah. And when somebody is preaching in the spirit, the writing is not a thing. It's about connecting to what the person is saying. Hallelujah. You connect to what the person is saying by shouting amen. You connect to what the person is saying because I'm going to release a lot of prophetic declarations. As I was preparing and entering to certain levels of prayer, certain dimensions of prayer, God gave me certain instructions. He said, come and speak upon the people. And as they connect to what you are saying, I will do it in their lives. And so tonight, when I'm preaching and you feel like saying amen, don't be intimidated. Shout the amen. When you feel like standing on your feet and screaming, stand on your feet and scream. When you feel like blasting in tongues, while I am preaching, feel free and do it. Whatever way you want to connect with whatever I am going to speak under the unction of the Holy Ghost, don't allow yourself to be intimidated by anybody. Just shouting an amen can be so powerful. A simple but powerful thing. When angel Gabriel brought the message to Mary about the fact that she was going to conceive, you see, the Bible said, and the word became flesh and dwelt among men. The angel Gabriel was bringing a word from heaven. And that word was actually Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14. Where the Bible was talking about the fact that a virgin shall conceive and deliver a baby boy and it shall be called so, so, and so. It was Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14 that angel Gabriel was coming to deliver to Mary. And Mary needed to accept that word and connect with that word in order for her to become pregnant. She needed to connect with that word for that word to gain life and become flesh inside of her. And so after the angel had spoken so many things, she was like, no, how can this thing be? Knowing that I know no man. And the angel said, with man it's not possible, but with God all things are possible. And after she had been told this thing, she made a simple statement which changed the destiny of the entire universe she said be it unto me according to your word be it unto me is King James English but if we bring it into contemporary English all Mary said was let it be and let it be is amen so basically what Mary did for the word to become flesh for the word to start to grow in her and in the fullness of time and in nine months she traveled and brought forth the savior of the world whose work has caused the salvation of the entire universe it just took a single amen to a word delivered by a messenger of god and tonight a messenger of god is standing in front of you and i'm going to declare certain things upon your life and as you shout amen and as you connect with the words that i speak let there be a transformation and let there be a change and let there be a shift in your life. Hallelujah. Tonight, my aim is to get you to be aggressive in your spirit. My aim is to awaken the sleeping warrior in you. 
my aim is to stir up the conqueror that is in you I'm going to preach to you a sermon I've entitled it could be Satan by the time I'm done with you you must be angry with the devil you must be angry with certain situations in your life for shiftings to take place somebody said it could be Satan say it could be Satan hallelujah we all know this entity called Satan. He has different names in different languages. How do the accounts call him? Bonsam. How do the girls call him? Beautiful. The ever one is the one that I like. What is the ever name for? Gogovo. The other names don't sound devilish. Say Bogovo. No, that's something dark and mysterious. The Hebrews call him Shatan. The Greeks have two names for him. One name is Diabolos, and the other name is Satanas. When you look for the meaning of Satanas, Satanas means the adversary. It means the enemy. It means the one who destroys people's destinies. Somebody said it could be Satan. There are a lot of things that happen in our lives. And, and let, me, let me make this disclaimer. The aim of this sermon is not to cause you to become a superstitious believer. mean when you go back to your room and the wind starts blowing the curtains up you say satanas is coming into this room and you start binding and losing no in fact there, there are a lot of things we blame satan for and satan is completely innocent misbehave with their bodies and when trouble comes or they are caught they say it was Satan they say oh I fell you didn't fall you lay down the two are not the same so there are a lot of things we blame Satan for and Satan is actually very innocent. That is why the title I didn't say it is Satan but it could be Satan. Because there are some of the things he's innocent. There are some of the things and the struggles in our lives and they are the, the result of our own doing. Our own actions and inactions and we like to blame Satan for it. Several years ago I met this young guy who had been a victim of serial bouncing. When I say bouncing, you understand? You propose to A, she bounces. B, bounce. C, bounce. D, bounce. E, bounce. Ah, man, now you are even getting to Z. And this gentleman believed 
that it was Satan. He believed it was an ancestral yoke. He believed it was demons that were sitting on his progress in life. But you see, his problem was not the devil. His problem was that he had an issue with body odor. And girls don't like body odor. Oh, ladies, am I talking for you now? They hate body odor. So he came to see me. He said he thinks there is an ancestral yoke. And the man of God, I've gone to buy a bottle of anointing oil. The Bible says by virtue of the anointing, the yoke shall be broken. So I want you to lay your hands on me and pray. And break the yoke so that the next proposal, the person will have conviction and say yes. Sometimes as pastors, we must be bold to speak the truth to people. I told him the money you are going to use to buy the anointing oil, save it and use it to buy a bottle of deodorant instead. This yoke shall be broken by deodorant, not by anointing oil. Deodorant, bam! yoke broken. Anointing oil will not do anything for you. I saw somebody's status recently and she said it was like a prayer she said God the smell that you gave to goats some of your sons have decided to perch on the smell they have decided to parasite on the smell so do something about them Some people they pass by you, they slay you not by the spirit. So they are the slay kings. You have the slay queens, the ones who do the you know catch ever. They are slay kings, they pass by you and you want to somersault. When we went to school, one of our lecturers, medicine, there was this guy who had that same problem. The guy was just passing in front of him. He said, gentleman. When you pass in front of me, I can't think. Find somewhere and stand. I can't think. Somebody say, it's not Satan. We blame him for all sorts of things. There was this lady too. She too. It's like she had grown and was now 40 something. And she wasn't getting married. Her problem wasn't demons. Sometimes some people are just too spiritual. You can't even have a conversation with them. When somebody comes and tries to take the conversation into social dimensions small or not, her favorite statement was, I don't think about that. I don't think about that. Like if you are not talking scriptures, you are not talking about prayer, you are not talking about speaking in tongues, you are not talking about evangelism. When you switch it, so I don't think about that. Forty-three years. This one is not Satan. It can never be Satan. 
so there are a lot of things we blame satan for and actually the guy is completely innocent but then there are some others say others satan is 100 percent responsible my prayer for you after tonight is that god will sharpen your sense of discernment that you will know when it is satan and know when it is not satan you will know when to bind and lose and know when to apply practical steps to solve the problems in your life sometimes when you're supposed to be using practicality you are trying to bind and lose and the problem remains and on the other side sometimes we are supposed to enter the spirit and bind and lose and we try to use logic and practicality to solve the problems somebody say it could be Satan so this entity called the devil Satan Satanas Diabolos he has succeeded in doing two things to Christians he's gotten certain Christians to be extremely conscious of him in fact overly conscious of him and he's gotten others to to believe he doesn't exist and he doesn't have any power even Jesus recognized the fact that Satan had power the Bible said Jesus said what behold I give unto you power to trample over scorpions and snakes and over all the power of the enemy that means even Jesus recognized that the enemy has some power hallelujah so the enemy has power but he has given us power over the power and power over power is equal to authority we don't only operate in the realm of power we operate in the realm of authority look when it comes to the realm of the spirit authority is higher than power and giftings and all of those things put together because when it comes to giftings when it comes to ability none of us is more gifted than satan the thing satan can do you can't do if you want to go to america right now you have to go and apply for a visa trust god in fasting and prayer that when you go for the interview the guy will look favorably upon you and stamp your passport for you but if satan comes here right now and he wants to go to america in the blinking of an eye he will be in america he's more gifted than you he has more abilities than you but the reason we have power over satan is that we have been given authority and that authority supersedes his power hallelujah and that is why you and i must walk in the consciousness of the authority that jesus christ has given to us and i'll come to that very soon there are times that satan disguises himself the bible says he masquerades like an angel of light so there are times that he comes in camouflage but there are times too just as peter said that be sober and be vigilant for your adversary the devil walketh about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour so there are times that he comes disguised and there are other times that he opens his face and comes the three man will say we in him and he's coming to cause havoc there are a lot of things that happen around us and satan is behind it there are a lot of things that go on in our lives there are a lot of things we do and satan is behind them one of the things satan does is that he influences actions say he influences actions when you read first chronicles chapter 21 verse 1 the bible said satan moved david 
to number Israel. You see, when you read Jesus, sometimes you think Jesus is too superstitious because he saw Satan behind things that seemed normal. Look at something like what I'm talking about right now. A king deciding to number his people and it was Satan that influenced him. So I want to suggest to you that there are certain actions, there are certain things people do around you. There are certain actions people take around you and it is under the influence of Satan. Wherever Satan wants to do something, he looks for people with the characteristics that fit the assignment he wants to carry out. When Satan wanted to deceive Adam and Eve, the Bible said he looked for the serpent. Why? Because the serpent was the most cunning of all the animals in the garden. That wasn't an assignment that required brute force or strength. He would have gone for the lion. It wasn't an assignment that demanded eyesight. He probably would have gone for the eagle. It wasn't an assignment that demanded speed. He probably would have gone for the hare or the antelope or the cheetah or one of those fast animals. But this was an assignment that demanded skill. It demanded being cunning. It demanded being sly. It demanded being 419. And he looked among the animals and said, of all the animals, the one that will fit this assignment is the serpent. I want to submit to you that when Satan wants to cause confusion in a church, when Satan wants to cause confusion in a home, when Satan wants to cause confusion in any group, he will look for somebody whose characteristics and the person's weaknesses fit the assignment that he wants to carry out. So the fact that you can't hold your mouth and keep information that you have been given, and you like to gossip, piece of information that is given to you you must pass it on to the next person some people are CNN and BBC combined they are natural tools of publicity when you want to spread some information just give it to them and they will spread the information so if Satan wants to slander somebody wants to slander a man of God wants to kill somebody's spirit with discouragement he will just look for somebody in the crowd and say this person has that weakness this person cannot keep the mouth shut. This person will spread the information the way I want the information to be spread. Satan comes in, influences the person, and causes the person to do his bidding. There are many believers who have been employed by Satan, are doing the bidding of Satan, are being used by Satan, and they don't even know it. They are employees of Satan, and unfortunately, they are not even on a salary. you alone have that rebellious spirit you alone feel like oh I can sing better than the choir director why is it that I've never been given the chance to lead oh I can see more visions than the prayer director so when you go for the prayer meeting and prayer director says today we are praying for the finances of the church you say prayer director is not in the spirit let me pray something else because I'm the one who sees 360 visions per minute. Oh, you feel you are more spiritual than the president. Because you know how to speak diverse tongues. And pray redeeming prayers. 
So, oh, the president does not have the right to come and talk about the music ministry. He doesn't have the right to come and talk about the counseling ministry. He doesn't have the right to come and talk about the prayer ministry. We are the technicians in that area. We are the ones with the skill. But ladies and gentlemen, there were architects in the camp of Israel. There were builders in the camp of Israel. But when God wanted somebody to give the design and the specific scientific dimensions for the tabernacle, he bypassed the builders, he bypassed the architects and went for the leader Moses because his spirit was more alive than any of them to take divine instruction. I pray that every rebellious spirit will be killed in the name of Jesus. In fact, rebellion is like the sin of witchcraft. When we say witchcraft, people think it's just flying at night and chewing human flesh. When you are rebellious, you are operating in a fleshly realm of witchcraft. When you are manipulative, you manipulate people to get what you want. When you like to use tears to get what you want, it is witchcraft. Hallelujah. When you like to use emotional blackmail, and do you even love me at all? If you love me, you will do this. It's emotional blackmail. It is manipulation. And it is witchcraft. The fact that he didn't buy the iPhone 11 Pro, you know his pocket. You know that he has a lot of family responsibilities. But he will shed tears and you will give him silent treatment. You will give him cold treatment. Just because you want to have your way, it is witchcraft. It's witchcraft. Even babies practice it. They know you can't stand the tears. So when they say they want this, you say no. Then they lift up their voice. They will scream and you say, please have it. Take it. Satan influences actions. That is why that roommate of yours who is acting now, your battle is not against flesh and blood. Paul said, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness and spiritual wickedness seated in high places. So the roommate that is acting up, you better start binding and losing Satan behind the scenes. Very soon you see that he or she will stop misbehaving. Somebody say it could be Satan. He influences actions. He even influences speech. The things people say. Jesus called his disciples and told them, look, so, so, and so, so, I'm going to die. Blah, 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 blah. The Bible said, Peter called Jesus aside. More like you. Come, come, come. You, I can't rebuke you in front of everybody. So Jesus, come to the side. He said, this thing you have been saying, you have saying that you are going to die. Stop it. The Bible said he rebuked him. Stop saying that you are going to die. And Jesus' reaction seemed like an overreaction. He said, get behind me. Not Peter, but Satan. When you read it raw like that, you say Jesus was very superstitious. It wasn't superstition. It was discernment. He recognized that the spirit behind the statement was Satan himself. Satan influences our speech. Secondly, Satan blinds. Say he blinds. He blinds us. The 
Bible said the God of this world has blinded them so that they will not see the light of the gospel. Satan doesn't only blind unbelievers to the truth of the gospel. He also blinds believers to the good things in our lives and the good people around us. There are many believers who don't even believe God loves them. The reason is that they have closed their eyes to all the good things God has done for them. And they are only looking at their unanswered prayers, the prayers that they prayed that didn't come to pass, the negative things that are in their life. And it's all because Satan has blinded them to the goodness of God. The fact that you are alive alone is testament of God's goodness. Because there are people who woke up with you today from bed, but as we speak right now, they cannot be counted among the living. You were sick with malaria some time ago and you got healed. And you believe it was your right to get healed. But somebody else got the same malaria. It became cerebral malaria. The person died and probably is in the mortuary right now. You go to bed and you are able to sleep. And you take it for granted that you have the right to sleep. When we sleep, we think we have the right to wake up. But it is the grace of God that keeps us alive. It is even God that grants us sleep. The fact that you can sleep is a gift from God because the Bible says he grants his beloved sleep. Haven't you seen people on all kinds of drugs just for them to be able to sleep before? If you've been awake for one week and not been able to sleep, you appreciate sleep and thank God for the fact that you can sleep. And you, you don't only sleep in bed at night. You just need a surface. Once it is a surface and you chalk yourself on that surface, the next time we see your eyes will be blinking the next time we see your eyes will close the next time we see your mouth is wide open the next time we see there is a roar and a snow you only need a surface you sleep at home you sleep in class you sleep in church tell somebody it could be Satan as for that one it could be Satan why is it that it's only when the lecturer comes to stand there uh-huh, I'm dialing some people's numbers pick up the phone I'm dialing it is only when the lecturer comes to stand there before he came you were wide awake you were chatting the moment he stood there and started projecting the slides and he started talking suddenly it was as if you've not slept in 10 days and your eyes can't even keep open today we bind every spirit of slumber every spirit of sleep that causes you not to be awake in class be bound in the name of Jesus in church you are awake until the preaching starts suddenly your eyes are heavy Suddenly you are looking for chewing gum to chew. Let the preaching finish right now. You will be wide awake. Tell somebody to sit down. Because sometimes in the preaching, it is just one sentence that is for you. And Satan wants you to sleep and miss that one sentence. And you go back the same. But it shall not be so in your case in the name of Jesus. I declare that you are sharp. I declare that you are wide awake. I declare that you are alert and sharp in the spirit. And whatever God has in store for you, you shall receive it. If you believe that it's your person, shout yes. Satan blinds us. 
you see a very handsome young man beautiful young lady and they don't believe they look good you see one lady who can change her hairstyle like 20 times in a month today it is this tomorrow it is that it's not because they are rich and they have money and they want to show their money off when they look into the mirror they don't see what you see that you are admiring they see that their eyes are bigger than they are supposed to be they see that their ears are protruding they see that they have an extra nose somewhere that no one else is seeing they see that their mouth is too big and their nose is crooked is standing there looking at you and it's like God I wish I was like this lady those that have body say they are too big and because of that they are exercising and doing dieting so that they become slim and leggy leggy meanwhile those that are slim to say I want some small body I want to become woman with enough body so I want to eat some food I, I want to eat some, some carbohydrates and some fat so that I'll put on some fat the fat wants to be slim the slim wants to be fat we don't know what we want in life be satisfied with what God has given you the Bible says you are wonderfully made you are fearfully made today in the name of Jesus every spirit of inferiority anything that makes you look down upon yourself anything that causes you not to appreciate the good things in your life we banish that spirit in the name of Jesus we silence every voice that causes you to look down upon the things that God has done in your life and tonight we open your eyes to the good things of God to the goodness of God the hymnist said count your blessings name them one by one and it will surprise you what the Lord has done it's the same reason why people are bleaching because in your mind you have to be light skinned to look beautiful but the last time we checked with the gentlemen there are some who like light skinned women there are some too who like them dark there are some who like them big there are some who like them slim so however you are there is somebody out there who is dying for what you have who, who is crazy about what you have who sees you and his knees are weak in fact you are somebody's prayer topic somebody is praying and claiming you I pray that your eyes will be open to the good things that God has given unto you I pray that your eyes will be open to the giftings of God and the goodness of God in your life if you believe that it's your person shout yes you are somebody's prayer topic somebody is gathering courage and praying for boldness to come and propose to you meanwhile you are sitting there crying all the time and changing your hairstyle to other hairstyles that don't even fit you now when people are taking pictures everybody wants their mouth to be full so I don't know what they call that thing and they do their mouth some way be like If you don't have a thick mouth, you don't have a thick mouth. Simple. All the ladies, everybody's mouth. Someday I went for some wedding. And some guy was taking a picture with somebody. 
and hit with bit some and somebody said giant them and poison and the ladies are doing you too you are doing some that's why I said giant them and poison I pray that God will open somebody's eyes tonight Satan can blind you to the good people around you some of you, you are surrounded by some good people but you are only looking at their weaknesses you are only paying attention to their weaknesses that beloved that God has given to you is the best thing that ever happened to you but you are looking around gentlemen, you are examining other people, look, the gentlemen of today must learn to focus when you decide on one lady let your eyes be on that lady alone I can tell you with confidence and without an iota of doubt that from the day I decided on my wife, I have not wavered in my feelings and never struggled with my feelings for any other woman anywhere. I can't lie to you because I'm standing on the pulpit of God. It is possible to have your eyes on just one woman. It's like, hey, I'm beginning to like some. No, 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 no. But gentlemen can focus. You have a fair one when a dark one passes you say, hey what if that demon called what if what if it was this one rather that i was married to I, I was in a relationship with you think that one is perfect eh? leave this one and go there and you see that you have jumped from frying pan to fire and it's because you are only looking at the negatives and comparing it to a fantasy that's how people become unhappy in their relationships and their marriages you are seeing some other couple somewhere all you are seeing is the outward expression you don't know what happens in their house the fact that they have come out and they are holding hands doesn't mean all is well comparing yours to the ideal situation that you are seeing, seemingly ideal you are comparing your reality with all its faults and all its imperfections to that ideal fantasy that is out there, when you pitch reality against fantasy, reality doesn't stand a chance that's why you are unhappy but may the Lord open your eyes tonight. So Satan influences actions. He influences speech. He blinds. But then Satan also binds. Say he binds. Let's read Luke chapter 13. Luke 13. Let's start reading from verse 10. he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath and behold there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity everybody say a spirit of infirmity 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself anything that is causing you not to be able to lift up your head anything that is causing you not to be able to walk straight tonight in the name of Jesus as the Lord visits us may that thing be taken out of your life in the name of Jesus. Continue. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, 
Woman, thou art loose from thine infirmity. Next. And he laid his hands on her. And immediately she was made straight and glorified God. Next. And the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation. Because that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day. And said unto the people. There are six days in which men ought to work. In them therefore come and be healed. And not on the Sabbath. The Lord then answered him and said. Thou hypocrite. That not each one of you on the Sabbath lose his ox or his ass from the store and lead him away to a watering. Next. And ought not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has bound? Now take note of that statement. Whom Satan has bound. If this woman had walked into Kolebu, she probably would have gone to one of the OPDs. Should have been given to a house officer to clerk. He would have made diagnosis, differential diagnosis. Whether it's kyphosis or scoliosis of the spine, arthritis of the spine, some bone deformity of whatever etiology. But look at the description Jesus gave to this thing. He said, and ought not this woman being a daughter of Abraham whom Satan had bound there are certain sicknesses whose etiology and their source is not bacteria and viruses and fungi it is a result of Satan's binding no doctor could have set this woman free because the underlying cause was that Satan had bound her for 18 years tonight in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth anywhere that you have been bound anywhere that you have been tied any aspect of your life that is under oppression from Satan tonight in the name of Jesus we declare that you are a child of Abraham you are a daughter of Abraham and you deserve to be set loose he said that's not this woman daughter of Abraham whom Satan has bound one doctor was seeing a patient whose temperature was just rising and rising they had given all antibiotics nothing was working giving everything that they could they just couldn't understand the fever and one day this spirit filled doctor walked into the, the, the ward and this patient was lying just in front of a window and the Lord opened his eyes and all he saw was a dragon behind the window breathing fire upon this man's head so the temperature that the thermometer was recording wasn't body temperature it was demon breath he took authority over the demon and sucked the demon bound the demon suddenly this man's temperature crashed I pray in the name of Jesus that the Lord will open your eyes as you walk on the walls. May the Lord open your eyes as you touch your patient. May the touch of the Almighty God be translated and transmitted through your heart as you clerk your patient. May the Lord give you word of knowledge, word of wisdom. May the Lord give you discernment of spirit for you to be able to tell the difference between spiritual sicknesses and physical ones.
that some of your patients if you don't pray for them that theater they will never come back whom Satan has bound. Satan can bind people with sickness. You alone today, your head is paining you. When the headache goes, it's menstrual cramps. The next time you have nausea and vomiting. It is only during exam time that sicknesses come upon you. Typhoid fever, malaria, diarrhea, all sorts of things. Tonight, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we stand in a place of authority. As children of God and as blood-born citizens of the kingdom of God, we take authority over every foul spirit of infirmity, every disease, anything that plagues your body. You have become like a walking pharmacy. You are taking every possible drug and you are not seeing results. But today in the name of Jesus, as the Lord visits us and as I speak over your life, let the power of the spirit of infirmity be bound and may you be set loose in the name of Jesus. We command medical reports to change. We command the reports of doctors to change. We command folders, contents to change. We command scan results to change. In the name of Jesus, we take authority over viruses. We take authority over bacteria. We take authority over fungi. Things that are plaguing you, causing you not to be happy. We bind that pain in the name of Jesus. And we speak the word of God that says that he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. I command your healing to take place right now. Be healed in your head. Be healed in your eyes. Be healed in your nose. Be healed in your ears. Be healed in your neck. Be healed in your chest. Be healed in your abdomen. I command a supernatural liver transplant to take place right now. In the name of Jesus. I command that pain to leave your body from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. And if there's anybody here representing a family member that is sick, I speak an apostolic decree upon the life of that family member and we release the angels of God to be sent into your home bearing the palm of Gilead to bring healing to that individual in the name of Jesus. We command heart conditions to be healed. We command strokes to be healed. We command paralysis to be healed. Viral infections to be healed. We speak against the spirit of cancer. And we cast it out of that person's body. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Gynecological problems. Menstrual disorders. Menstrual cramps. Barrenness. In the name of Jesus. Neurological conditions. Psychiatric conditions. Depression. Anxiety. We bind those foul spirits and we command them to lose their hold now. When Jesus was about to embark on the triumphant journey through Jerusalem, there was a donkey and the bible said the donkey had been bound this donkey had the destiny for him to be sat on by the king of kings and the lord of lords himself for god and jesus christ himself to ride upon him into glory but the bible said that donkey had been bound i see glorious destinies in front of me I see bright destinies ahead of me 
but there are some of you whose destinies have been tied there are some of you who have been tied in a certain aspects of your life and jesus sent his apostles and they went and he said when they ask us what should we say he said tell them to lose that animal because the master has need of him i came to tell somebody today that jesus has need of you god has need of you i see some kingdom financiers in this place i see some giants of the kingdom i see some apostles i see prophets i see pastors i see evangelists i see worshipers i see people who will move in the power of the holy ghost but satan has bound them today the lord has sent me like he sent his apostles to lose you and let you go because the master has need of you wherever you are bound by weaknesses wherever you are bound by besetting sins wherever you are bound by things that bring you down all the time in the name of jesus tonight we command the chains to be broken we command the nexuses to break he said in that day the yoke shall fall off their necks tonight is that night let the jokes fall from your neck be certain things things that you have promised never to do again but you go back to do them tonight the lord is saying unto you that i am empowering you i am empowering you i am empowering you you are standing in a night of finality some of you have given up and declared that it is not possible but i came to tell you tonight as a servant of the most high god that it is possible that weakness shall no longer overcome you you are receiving strength you are receiving a supernatural infusion of power you are receiving grace you are receiving power to overcome that weakness that lust that pornography that masturbation the fornication the committing of adultery the lustful thoughts the stealing the lying stand fast therefore in the liberty wherein christ jesus has made you free and be not entangled again with the joke of bondage the prophet isaiah said even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered for i shall contend with them that contend with you say the lord and i will save your children i don't know who is a captive of the mighty i don't know what mighty thing has held you captive but today in the name of jesus i declare unto you the word of the lord that the captives of the mighty shall be taken away i don't know what you are falling prey to i don't know what trap of the enemy has caught your leg but i came to announce some good news to you according to the word of god that says that my soul has escaped like a bird from the snare of the fowler we declare that the snare is broken the strap is broken the weakness is broken snares of weaknesses financial snares snares of besetting sins snares of anxiety snares of fear i have not given you the spirit of fear but of love of power and of a sound mind receive deliverance from the spirit of fear right now in the name of jesus some of you have a fear to die prematurely but i superimpose the power of the word of god upon that fear that god says you shall not die but you shall live to proclaim the works of the lord i bind every foul spirit of premature death that has been tormenting you in your sleep anybody that has been dreaming and seeing your funeral anybody that has been dreaming and seeing your grave 
anybody that has been dreaming and seeing your tombstone tonight you are delivered long life is your portion good life is your portion divine health is your portion if you believe that is your portion shout yes, yes. shout yes, yes. shout yes, yes. rebuke every foul spirit of fear fear of the unknown fear of the future fear of not being able to marry fear of never having a good marriage fear of barrenness tonight we bind that foul spirit of fear and we silence every roar of the enemy and tonight we superimpose the roar of the righteous man that is as bold as a lion and tonight we mute every roar that brings fear into your spirit and I declare upon your life tonight as a servant of God that the only roar that you will hear is the roar of the lion of the tribe of Judah it is a roar of hope it is a roar of healing it is a roar of salvation it is a roar of deliverance it is a roar that elevates and takes you out of the Mary clay and places you upon the rock tonight in the name of Jesus every roar of the enemy is silenced in the name of Jesus if you believe that is a person shout yes shout yes am I the only one here baptized in the Holy Ghost beloved building up yourself in your most holy faith praying in the Holy Ghost as you pray let levels begin to shift let change take place let power shift hands you have given that authority and that power to the devil for too long but tonight power is changing hands your destiny is being brought back into realignment with the will of God for your life I sense a shift in the atmosphere. I sense a shift in the atmosphere. I sense a shift in the atmosphere. Because just as we were praying, the Lord opened my eyes and the Lord has sent three angels into the midst of the people walking in the midst of the people with flaming source of fire all shall be alert because some people god is going to start touching some people she's breaking some people into their destiny breaking people into their destiny breaking people into their destiny ushering people into their destiny the flaming source are breaking chains limitations are breaking Limitations are breaking. Limitations are breaking. Lada kata kata. Sere la 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 kata kata. Tonight you are empowered to break every limitation in your life. Whatever line the devil has drawn for you in the spirit whatever line has been drawn for you in your family that nobody can go above this level that nobody can go beyond this level in education that nobody can marry beyond a certain number of years that 
nobody can be reached beyond a certain level today in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus by the power of the blood we erase every such line of demarcation we break barriers we shut up borders we break through ceilings of limitation in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth I declare unto you that the boundary lines are falling for you in pleasant places there is a recalibration and a redemarcation ah David said I know that by my God I shall run through the truth and I shall leap over walls hey the young men shall utterly fall others shall be faint but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength and they shall mount up with wings as eagles they shall run and not grow weary they shall walk and shall not fail every incantation every spell spells of witches spells of wizards spells of warlocks spells of occultists people who chant in the night tonight we are declaring that if they know how to chant we also have our chant which is called glossolalia which is praying in the Holy Ghost come on in the next two minutes pray in the spirit we superimpose our chanting ashes we are left the angels are breaking chains Hey, Yatakaposa, Setaka, Adore Makati, Lebeketo Beria, Lafele Katata, Yakeketa. Chains are breaking, chains are breaking. Hey, no divination, no enchantment against your life shall come to pass. Rabababa Yakata. Ushers, we are let. Three angels are moving in our midst right now. Releasing destinies. 
Kadi makato bahasata. Rene kadi bahasata. The Egyptians whom you see, you shall see them no more. Say the Lord. Regele makati sato barahashem. Romo sempanti karyaseta. Kadi didi makato sata. I'm being tempted to start ministration. Oh, Jesus. I don't want to come down. Just take this and lay it on her. Take my hand. Just lay it on her. A glorious destiny is being released. Just place it upon her head. Any incantation that has been spoken against your life. Any spell that has been released upon your destiny. Any negative word that has been spoken against your destiny. Tonight in the name of Jesus. Tonight in the name of Jesus. Tonight in the name of Jesus. We command it to break. We command it to break. We command it to break. You are released into your glorious destiny. You are released into your glorious destiny. Every assignment of hell against your purpose. Every assignment of Satan against your well-being. Tonight in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we superimpose the will of God. We superimpose the blood of Jesus. We superimpose the decree of the Lord. Place my handkerchief. Place it upon him. We release destinies. Tonight the Lord is empowering you. The spirit of the warrior is coming upon you. The spirit of the overcomer is coming upon you. You have been defeated for too long. You have been silent for too long. But I see in the spirit. And the Lord is blessing swords in the hands of 12 people. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, and the twelve. And the Lord is saying tonight, I activate the spirit of the warrior. I activate the spirit of the overcomer. Tonight we rise. Tonight we rise. Tonight we rise out of obscurity. We rise in the spirit of Elijah. The spirit of the intercessor. And we declare that the God that answered by fire. The God that answered by fire. The God that answered by fire. He alone is God. And I see fire over this atmosphere from the north, the south, the east, and the west. And I see five bolts of lightning hitting this place. And the Lord says tonight, out of the midst of the people, I pick five of them. One, two, three, four, and the feeder. Ayakatara Seta. We rise in the spirit of Elijah. We rise in the spirit of Elijah. We rise in the spirit of Elijah. We rise in the spirit of something 
and we defeat every Philistine spirit. We rise in the spirit of David and we declare that the God who delivered the lion, the God who delivered the bear, that same God will deliver this uncircumcised Goliath. Every Goliath in your life, any Goliath in your family, tonight you are empowered. found my servant David and with my holy oil have I anointed him the Lord is anointing some people with the oil of David tonight in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth we rise in the spirit of Zerubbabel and we declare that who are thou O mountain before Zerubbabel you shall become a place we declare that mountains are being leveled high things are coming down Strongholds shall be broken in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray. Let me have some oil. Oil quick. Lift this one for me. Into your destiny, I lose you. I lose you into your destiny. You will walk in that evangelistic auction. Take, take, Destinies have been reborn. Destinies have been realigned. I saw lightning strike here. Yes, bring that one to me quick. natural disasters are not natural disasters sometimes the things we call accidents are not accidents the bible says a wind from the wilderness a wilderness is a place that has already been destroyed 
and there are times that in the realm of the spirit there are certain winds that are moving from already destroyed places into people's homes into people's churches into people's ministries into people's businesses so it gets to a time where there is a wind of divorces there is a wind of businesses closing down a certain wind from the wilderness can hit a church and suddenly people become rebellious suddenly people are not excited about the things of God anymore you organize programs and nobody comes nobody wants to serve but tonight in the name of Jesus any wind the enemy wants to bring your way any wind the enemy wants to blow onto your life any wind the enemy wants to blow onto your ministry any wind the enemy wants to blow upon your finances tonight in the name of Jesus we mount a supernatural wind break we mount a supernatural wind break we declare according to the word of God that the enemy shall come in like a flood but the Lord shall lift up a standard tonight we lift up a standard we lift up a wind break we lift up a shield thou O Lord are a shield around me you are my glory and you are the lifter up of my head I declare upon your life tonight that no negative wind shall blow over your marriage no negative wind shall blow over your academics no negative wind shall blow over your ministry if you believe that it's your portion shout yes shout yes shout yes if Satan can send winds God can also send winds and tonight I'm coming to prophesy four winds upon your life if Satan can send negative winds God can send positive winds and what is the first wind one day the people of Israel after they had been broken out of the bondage of Egypt they got to the Red Sea in front of them was the Red Sea and behind them were the marauding chariots of the soldiers of Pharaoh wielding sharp swords and spears getting ready to kill them and bury them in the sea but as they seemed to have hit a brick wall and there was no retreat and they were about to surrender just when they were about to give up the bible said the lord sent a strong wind say a strong wind say the lord sent a strong wind this strong wind hits the red sea and the bible says by the impact of the wind the red sea was open tonight i prophesy a sea opening wind upon your life in the name of jesus wherever in your life that you have hit a brick wall wherever you are out of ideas wherever you don't know where to turn whether to go to the left or to go to the right wherever you don't know where the help is going to come from today we prophesy a wind a sea opening wind a sea splitting wind the lord shall bring deliverance the lord shall bring a divine escape you will make it you will survive it it will not kill you if you believe that is your portion shout yes Kadaba 
a supernatural windbreak is being mounted around your life right now in the name of Jesus. A supernatural windbreak is being mounted around your home right now. The angelic surveillance in your home is increasing right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Your going in is protected. Your coming out is protected. Every step you shall take, every move you shall make, shall be under the guidance and the protection of the Holy Ghost. No step of yours shall lead into you falling into a ditch. The enemy shall come with his schemes, but they shall come to naught. Take your counsels in the region of the sea. Gather yourselves and be broken into pieces. Take yourselves and be broken into pieces. Take your counsel and they shall not come to pass because God is with us. prophesy the second wind can I prophesy the second wind can I prophesy the second wind one day the land of Egypt was infested with locusts and the Bible said Moses prayed that God should take the locusts away in our time locusts represent devourers Things that come to cause financial hemorrhage. That some people, they can't even save a peswa. Money comes into their hands alright. But the locusts, the palmer worms, the caterpillars. Just come and take it away. You just don't know what happens. But money can just not stay in your hands. It is a spiritual infestation of locusts. And the Bible said Moses prayed. And the Lord sent a wind. Say a wind. The wind came and blew the locusts out of Egypt, and there were no more locusts in the land of Egypt. Tonight, in the name of Jesus, I stand in the place of a prophet and I prophesy, I prophesy, I prophesy a locust gathering wind in your life in the name of Jesus. Anything that causes you not to be able to accumulate wealth, anything that causes you not to be able to build wealth, anything that causes money to leak out of your hands and to of your pocket tonight by the wind of the spirit we blow every sad locust out of your life and as you lift up your voice and as you begin to pray in the spirit let the wind of God begin to blow away every locust every locust every locust Can I prophesy the third way? 
One day when the people of Israel were in the wilderness. God was feeding them with manna. Morning, afternoon, evening, the people were eating the same thing and they got tired of it. I believe if you were eating rice every day at a point in time, you will get tired of it. And you will want something else. So the people had every right to complain to God. The problem with their complaint was that they were comparing themselves in that state to how things were in Egypt. And so God got angry. But the Bible said God sent a wind that blew quails. Quails are a type of bear. They said they wanted meat. And so God sent a wind that blew quails into the camp of the people of Israel such that the camp was full of the birds. I see somebody and you are telling God, God, I've had a lot of manna, but I want something else. I have had blessings from you. I, I thank you that I can walk, but it would be good if I had my own car. I can see somebody telling God that I'm tired of being made of honor and best man at people's weddings. I want to have my own wedding. I see somebody telling God, I'm tired of babysitting for people. It is time for me to have my own child. I see somebody telling God that I'm tired of having B's and C's and D's and E's. I also want to have an A. And tonight I stand in the place of a prophet. And in the name of Jesus, I prophesy a wind that will blow quails your way. May the wind blow that which you want your way. Somebody is about to collide with a miracle. Somebody is about to have an accident with a miracle. Somebody is going to encounter a miracle. Something that will change his life. And if you believe that, lift up your voice. Begin to pray. Lift up your voice. Begin to pray. Hey, Akata. Can I have the prayer people out here?
can I prophesy the last way? And then we zoom into prayer. The atmosphere is about to shift once again. The last wind. The Bible says when the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all gathered with one accord. And suddenly, everybody say suddenly. Say suddenly. Suddenly. There came the sound of a mighty rushing wind and that day there was an invasion of the Holy Ghost it was an invasion of revival it was an invasion of an awakening and tonight I prophesy the wind of revival over this land I prophesy the wind of revival over your life I speak to every dead prayer life I speak to every dead Westerly life I speak to every dead ministry I speak to every fire that the enemy has quenched. He said, I baptize you with water, but he that cometh after me shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. I see a wind of fire blowing over this place right now from the north, the south, the east, the west. Prayer lives are being resurrected. Mantles. the lives of people lift up your voice I see a wind of fire I see a wind of fire I see a wind of fire we tap into the wind tap into the wind a wind of fire
Lift up your right hand. Some rivers are about to be agitated in your spirit. Some waters are about to be stirred up. Some Bethesda experiences are waiting somebody. Ushers, we are left all over this place. Because a wind of fire is about to blow. From the north, the south, the east and the west of this place. Lift up your right hand. Say after me, say Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father. Say tonight, tonight. Let, the waters let the waters Of my spirit, of my spirit. Be stirred up, be stirred up. Let, the waters let the waters Of my spirit, of my spirit. Be, stirred up. be stirred up After this prayer It will be the end of the dryness In your prayer It will be the end of the apathy When it comes to the things of God It will be the end of apathy When it comes to doing the ministry And the work of God, lift up your right hand Say in the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. Say Heavenly Father. Tonight, let the waters of my spirit be stirred up. Let the waters of my spirit be stirred up. When I give the signal, you will pray aggressively like never before. It's like a sea in the spirit. And it's like barrels that are stagnant. Yes, Lord. But they are about to shake. Yeah. They are about to shake. My God. They are about to shake. Yes, Lord. Some giftings are going to be activated. Some ministries are going to be activated. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. Let the waters of my spirit be stirred up. Let the waters of my spirit be stirred up. We are going to say this seven times and you are going to zoom into prayer. Lift up your right hand. Say in the name of Jesus, Jesus. let the waters waters of my spirit spirit be stirred up. up. Let the waters waters of my spirit spirit be stirred up. up. Let the waters waters of my spirit spirit be stirred up. up. Let the waters of my spirit be stirred up. Let the waters of my spirit be stirred up. The last time, let the waters of my spirit be stirred up. Lift up your voice. Begin to stir up. Take in a deep breath eight times. You are breathing in the fire of God. Yes, Lord. 
Yes, Lord. Some of you will literally feel the fire on your body. Yes, Some of you will literally feel the fire on your body. Some of you will literally feel the fire in your chest. Some of you will feel it in your hands. Some of you will not feel anything but you will vibrate under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. Because I hear in the spirit a wind of revival. Fire is about to be injected into people's spirits. Fire is about to be injected into people's bones. People's ministries are never going to be the same. People's prayer lives are never going to be in the same. Lift up your two hands. Taking a deep breath. One. Ushers be alert. Two. Three. Fire. Take. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. All over this place, let the wind of the spirit begin to move from the north, the south, the east, the west. Ushers, if you see anybody under the power, bring the person to me. Lift up your voices and pray. Fire of the spirit, oil. Receive the fire. Lift her up for me. Quick.
A fire of God. Rahata Kaseta.
trust you have been blessed by this message. For more information, reach us on 024-873-7250 or on our Facebook page, The Overflow Worship Center. Stay blessed. Overflow! Someone overflow!